Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. This is my top five Batman movies. Uh, this past week, I re-watched all of the Batman movies, uh, except for some of them that I, I really knew I wasn't going to, that I really already knew I didn't like. But... Rewatched a lot of the Batman movies. Obviously, the new release of The Batman has hit video on demand and HBO Max and all the streaming services, whatever, whatever. So I finally got to watch that as well. So I figured I would do my top five, take this opportunity to rewatch uh, all of the key Batman movies to to rank them, properly rank the Batman movies and give them the respect that they deserve on the Ray Taylor show presents top five uh so let's start it off shall we it, it, it was an interesting rewatch of a lot of these movies because in general i have a lot of problems with batman movies uh with almost all of the movies i have issues with so this is almost a movie of the batman movies that have the least issues uh the the top five of those so starting off with number five is The Dark Knight Rises from 2012, directed by Christopher Nolan. Uh, we have, of course, the the uh, Christian Bale Batman, um, which on the rewatch of this trilogy, um, Dark Knight Rises, it's, it's, it's the one with Bane. There's a lot of issues with it, man. One, I don't like the mask. First off, the mask, the Batman mask that... that that uh, Christian Bale's wearing is annoying. I don't know why. It's just the shape of it. It looks too round. There's something about it that that's bothers me. Um, that you don't. That I never really noticed. Although I do love the groundedness of uh, Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy. Uh, Bane. There's uh, possibly one of the, one of the Christopher Nolan movies isn't going to make the list. So. You know, maybe I can't make make comparisons directly to other aspects of other movies, but I enjoyed Bane in this movie. I thought he was a fun uh, bad guy, fun fun villain. Uh, Catwoman was kind of unimpressive. I think the Catwoman in both the Batman Returns and the Batman uh, are are both better versions of Catwoman than than Anne Hathaway's uh, Catwoman in this. Um, the whole part of the movie where uh batman or uh whatever his his name is what is his name i'm this is bad bruce wayne um when he's in that prison bane's like that pit prison and he's like got a broken back and they just like string him up by his arms and then like punch a disc back into place and he can just like just like heals his back i don't know that whole thing was uh, i did not like you know, the whole Bane thing, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed some of the action moments I enjoyed. Uh, the the whole tech that listens in on anything was kind of interesting. Uh, the movie itself is a bit long, uh, but I did enjoy it. I mean, it, it does have that, that, that specific style that Christopher Nolan brought to uh, the Batman franchise and I think is... 
this compared to the Batman are the two most grounded Batmans, I would say, and or the the trilogy that Nolan did. And I, I think there's aspects to both that I appreciate more. They're definitely two different grounded takes on it. And I think Christopher Nolan did probably a more authentic, realistic version of what a billionaire who does who is the batman um what that would be like versus uh the batman which may or may not be on the list we'll just have to see and a little caveat oh i would say that there's no and i didn't watch any of the 2d animated let's put it that way and maybe i shouldn't have said that at all uh but anyway coming in at number five is the dark knight rises uh it's it's got its problems the the football when everything kind of uh collapses away uh isn't that great but i do like joseph gordon levitt as like the robin how that sets up for a robin character uh i i enjoyed i I don't know there's aspects of this movie that i did enjoy but ultimately the problems that it has with the whole thing with the back injury thing and just the the football stadium collapsing thing there's some there's some aspects to it and Hathaway's not that great there's some aspects to it that are just not that great but then there's also aspects like I think it's the best hand-to-hand fight scenes that are in any of the Christopher Nolan movies possibly all of them um but anyway so that's why I put The Dark Knight Rises at number five moving on to number four my number four favorite batman and i kind of spoiled it just now i should have just waited but my number four favorite batman it is an animated batman but it's not the batmans that you would expect the the amazingly beautiful anime anime 2d animated batmans uh i love the batman cartoon growing up uh, never revisited it since, so I don't know how good it is, and and just never gotten into the Batman uh, animated stuff, all the animated movies. Even though I know they're good, so maybe I will. Maybe I'll go through and watch those and rank those completely separately. But I felt like this animated feature should be on this list, and it's a lot of fun. And that movie is the Lego Batman movie. I love this movie it's also the lego movies it's amazing that a toy franchise in legos can have amazing movies (laughs) it's kind of a crazy thing but the lego batman movies hilarious the it's almost like those 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 uh movies those parody movies that would make fun of all the popular movies of the time that's kind of what the Batman Lego movie or the Lego Batman movie is. It is like a parody movie for all Batman movies. Uh, it is a rom-com between Batman and the Joker um, with all of the, the amazing kind of character that comes with uh, it being set in the Lego universe. Uh, voiced by probably the best voice for Batman in Will Arnett. I think by far does the best Batman boy- voice. Um and a really fun movie, uh, especially, I mean, for a Batman movie, this could almost be one, number one, but I, I couldn't do that. But it had to be on the top five list for sure. Uh, great in every way, all of the references. Also, the, the fact that it talks shit about the DC universe. It talk, it's, it's great. It's like 
it's like one of the best parody movies that's that's ever come out. I would say the Lego Batman movie. Uh, so yeah, so that's why that is sitting at number four. A really fun Batman movie, and it's and it's a it's a it's a Batman movie too. You know, it's great. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Now you can wear the many faces. Original art by Ray Taylor. Select pieces from the ongoing series of abstract ink paintings. All products made with high quality materials. Made right here in the USA. Go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF merch to browse the entire collection. And save yourself an extra 10% when you check out by using coupon code RTS. TMF. So once again, go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF merch and save 10% when you use coupon code RTSTMF. And now back to our show. Moving on to my number three favorite Batman movie. This is a movie by a director that I don't really like. It's kind of played out in my opinion. Uh, it's a movie that that kind of necessarily doesn't hold up. It's it's from a a bunch of movies that came out that don't really hold up, at least in my opinion. Uh, at least, especially compared to how comic book movies are made today. But coming in at number three for me, my third favorite Batman film is Batman Returns, directed by Tim Burton, who is a guy. This is probably is a guy who has an aesthetic to his filmmaking that is. I'm, it, it's exhausting. I am. It's not an ex- aesthetic that I've I always really loved. That kind of you know uh, Nightmare Before Christmas kind of aesthetic. Even though he technically didn't direct that one, but it's based on his aesthetic. Uh, same thing with you know Beetlejuice is is very much a Tim Burton look to a film. My favorite is Big Fish of the Tim Burton films. But bringing it back to Batman, for me it was between. Batman and Batman Returns, the Batman from 1989. And spoilers, kind of, that one didn't make it, right? We're, we're at the top three Batman movies, and I'm sorry, the first Michael Keaton Batman is not where near as good as this one. You have the best Penguin in this one. You have one of the best, if arguably the best Catwoman in Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, Danny DeVito playing the Penguin. Um, I mean, the best, the best casting by far. Michael P- Michael Keaton played a great uh, Batman as well. You have Christopher Walken playing kind of the 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 uh, big business bad guy. Christopher Walken's great in everything anyway. Uh, you have um, a great Wilfred or Alfred and Michael Go. Uh, you have. Let's see who else is in this. Anybody else? No. That's standing out. No. Um, but great casting. It's probably the best use of the Tim Burton kind of a style. Super dark, kind of Christmassy vibes, but also has that cheesy element that a lot of Batmans have. Uh, but I think done in the best way. I mean, I think. The Penguin is one of the best Batman characters that uh, from I mean, the, the, the fact that it, it's got the the Penguin and Catwoman, two of the best to ever do it. Um, it's great. It, it's great. Uh, the whole thing. I enjoyed it. Uh, it it's uh, 
it has like that Batman feel. I mean, they're all dark, but it, it was like the Tim Burton Batmans really kind of set the tone for a lot of the Batmans that came out in the 90s, which progressively got worse and worse and then became a parody of itself uh, towards the end. But um, I think this was kind of that best thing. I think the adi- the added darkness and then the added characters, because the first one, uh, I didn't really like the Joker. The Joker in the Batman 1989, um, Jack Nicholson, probably one of the worst Jokers in all of the movies. Uh, and there's some bad ones. But uh, yeah, so coming in at number three, my third favorite Batman movie is Batman Returns. Moving on to my second favorite Batman film. This could have been number one, but it's, again, still some problems, right? Like, in Batman Returns, the problems are that cheesy element, you know, and it's like, it's kind of still when comic book movies weren't really treated seriously. It's filmed like almost like a musical in a lot of ways, has that, that feel, that vibe, um, that Joel Schumacher kind of a feel to it, which was very 90s, which I, th- don't, I don't think that, that, vi- that style necessarily holds up. So that's why that's kind of one of the reasons why, even though it's, you know, one of the better the better movies. But this one coming in at number two, one that could have been at my number one, uh, have a few problems with it. I reviewed it earlier this week. It is the newest The Batman uh, with Robert Pattinson as the Batman. You have Matt Reeves as director. Uh, This one has also. Uh, the Catwoman, played by Zoe Kravitz. It has the Penguin, played by, uh, what's his face, uh, Colin Farrell in a fat suit. You have John Turturro as Carmine Falcone. I think the casting of this one from top to bottom is almost the best. Uh, I don't think Andy Serkis is the greatest Alfred. Uh, Paul Dano as the Riddler I thought was great. I liked this movie, how it had the take on grounded realistic differently than the the um nolan films like it's a definitely a different vibe this one's definitely the most noir feel it has the most kind of you know pulp kind of noir type of aesthetic to it it has the vibe of seven and and zodiac even though i don't think it reaches the levels of those movies i think those movies are both exponentially better movies than this movie is uh but in the universe of batman movies uh i appreciated what this movie was trying to do um robert pattinson's doing a little bit too much of an emo it feels more like requiem for a dream meets batman but i thought he played a good batman had a good bat voice have no idea why why uh lieutenant or uh commissioner gordon uh, is doing a Batman voice the whole time as well. That's another part that kind of knocks it down a little bit. Uh, but Totoro the, is amazing in everything he does. Uh, they should have just cast a fat guy to play uh, the Penguin. I mean, there's a lot of fat guys uh, who are great actors, so I think would have like John Goodman would have been amazing, um, or plenty of others out there in the world instead of having to get an attractive person and put a fat suit on him. Uh, despite how good his performance was, I just, you know, 
it's just one of those things where they're patting themselves on the back for doing something they they went out of their way not to do you know but it's part of hollywood that's still like let's do i mean it's i guess uh, you know it's it is make-believe it's just weird that you wouldn't just cast somebody like for a movie that's trying to be authentic and grounded uh to to go out of your way to not just cast somebody who is authentically overweight (laughs) but it is is kind of uh kind of baffling to me but uh it'd be like if they made jeffrey wright put put on white face and they're patting themselves on the back how you couldn't tell that he was black you know it's like watermelon man meets batman um but yeah it's it is even though it's it feels like it's doing an impression of those better movies like it's doing an impression of seven it's doing an impression of zodiac uh, and it's not really authentically its own thing. It's kind of hovering between trying to be super grounded, but then also be a superhero movie. Uh, it, it doesn't like it felt a little uneven, super long too. a lot of these Batman movies are super long. Uh, but this one, three hours is it's tough. It's tough, despite the fact that I enjoyed it. I really did enjoy it. That's why it's coming in at number two. It's a lot of fun. The fact that Gotham is below sea level is kind of, I don't know, man. That didn't make much sense. I mean, it makes sense why, I guess, but it doesn't make sense why there would be a big city built, like a giant metropolis-type city built below sea level. Yeah, it just, I mean, you know. We've seen what happens in the U.S. to places like that in general, let alone trying to put like a chicago below sea level uh but anyway i did enjoy the batman is my second favorite it was a lot of fun uh i wish also the the fight scenes were lit better uh everything is dark but it is very beautiful at the same time it's just got like a lot of little a lot of little things that that i had a problem with c4 doesn't really do anything just knocks you out for a little bit uh but anyway number two it is batman that's the thing with the batman movie they're all because they come from such wacky beginnings, I think that's part of most of these movies' inability to shake that off or trying to pay homage to that while also trying to be some kind of grounded thing. Uh, but anyway, number two is The Batman. Moving on to my number one. Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com plus to join Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to the Ray Taylor Show completely ad-free, as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder, hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspire Disorder Plus. So sign up today, become a member, head on over to inspiredisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspire Disorder Plus member today. My favorite Batman movie of all time, that movie... Coming in at number one is The Dark Knight. It is 
the movie I feel has zero issues with it. I don't see I, I from top to bottom I loved it. It was so much fun. Obviously, uh, you have uh, epic performance from Heath Ledger doing the Joker. Uh, one of the best Jokers, I think, his Joker and um, um, uh, what's his face uh, with the the um, from the Joker, Joaquin Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix, and uh, and um, Heath Ledger do the best Jokers, I would say. Uh, and uh, not only the Joker, I mean, it's a great villain. It's a great story, the way it ends. Two-Face is great, how Batman kind of loses in the end. Um, you know, things like he's really tested. Uh, it's It's got a little bit better col- color palette than the first one as well. It's got epic action scenes. Uh, it's just so much fun. I mean, from that opening bank heist scene to to the truck flipping to just the the hospital blowing up to like trying to race to save either uh who be- the guy who becomes two-face or uh I'm, like all of the batman fans are hating me right now because i'm blanking uh when he's racing to try and uh either save harvey dent or rachel and he winds up saving you know think going to the wrong place uh, it's just, it's got a lot of ups and downs. Great story. Um, as far as the Nolan movies, the first Nolan movie did not make the list because I, I just didn't like the Ra's al Ghul villain. Like having a white guy be some martial arts, like master guy. I'm like, I'm tired of that casting being whitewashed. Like same thing happened in the, uh, that Marvel movie where they, I, I forget the actress's name, but that I don't buy at all. I'm tired of the the white guy as martial arts master uh, type of thing. Um, so that's why that one didn't even make the list. Uh, Bane is pretty good. I like the Bane one, despite the fact that the the whole back injury was kind of cheesy. Uh, but this one was the best. I, I think it's Christopher Nolan settling into Batman. I think it's Christian Bale as well doing the same thing. Uh, I think Christian Bale's probably the best Batman uh, from top to bottom, from like playing Bruce Wayne as well as Batman. I don't necessarily like his voice as Batman. I think that could have been done a little bit differently. And then the mask that they gave him was a bummer. But it is my number one. I think it's the best like movie out of all of the Batmans. Like from an artistic, like it makes sense that people wanted to nominate that for academy award because i think as a film it is great story great acting great you know cinematography great direction just a uh like an unconventional and unconventional ending every aspect of it is the best um and had the least problems out of the nolan films i'd say and out of all of them like the batman could have been number one but it's there's aspects of it that I didn't really like. So let me go over my top five. What, well, let me talk about the, uh, the, some of the, the ones that didn't make it. Zack Snyder, I do not like. I think he's a bad director. I, Batman versus Superman is garbage. It's a garbage film. 
Uh, Justice League, I am not going to sit through four hours of bad storytelling and slow motion. Um, I also don't think Ben Affleck is a good character, so there's multiple reasons why no Zack Snyder movies are on this list. Um, maybe one day I'll go through and like rank Zack Snyder films. But overall, I don't. I, I he's, it blows my mind that this guy gets so much work. Style over substance, one hundred percent. Batman Begins, the first Nolan film. I talked about that. Not quite as good. Um, Batman ninety eight. I talked about that. Batman Returns is an upgrade for that. Uh, Batman sixty six. I've never watched that, and it wasn't available. And from what I've seen of that one, it's very cheesy. And out of like the cheesy comedy versions of Batman, the Lego Batman movie is hands down the one I would have gone with anyway. If I was going to have that type of Batman be represented on the list, uh, so those those are the ones why that didn't make the list, and that's why they didn't make the list. Uh, but one more time. This is my top five Batman movies. Starting off with number five is The Dark Knight Rises. Number four is the Lego Batman movie. Number three is Batman Returns. Number two is The Batman. And my number one favorite Batman movie is The Dark Knight. Let me know what your favorite Batman movies are, how you would rank them. Let me know which ones I should reconsider in the comments. Hit me up on social media. Uh, let me know what I missed, where I went wrong, and how you disagree with me, or maybe how you agree with me. That's always nice. Positive reinforcement. Uh, either way, have a great week. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.